2: All I needed was on a Count Dracula cape right now, and I've fit the mode uh, 100%. And uh, pleasure to do it, man. Fellas, been joining us tonight, and we're not done. We really, we're gonna finish strong as always. Getting set for the Wolverines be in town to take on the Terrapins, and um, I will not be able to get Keith, Special K, Keith Moore, out of my mind. May he rest in peace. And I'm sure that Coach Loxley will make sure that the terrapins, they were already going to be fired up, but this should take them to a whole different level. And uh, appreciate y'all on the MGM National Listener Line. And let's go out to Corey in VA, slapping canine. <laughs> What's up? What's up, dog? You, How you doing? You feeling know what brother? time it is. <laughs> hey, man, we don't sleep, we vampires.
3: Hey, you know what? I'm coming home from work right now. And I said, you know what? I got to check you with my boy DOC. And I need you to. Is Jonathan Allen in witness protection? Because ever since he done looked like this dude out of the Medea uh, movies, the bad guy in the Medea movie, I haven't seen him. Mm-hmm. He said he's been tired of this last seven years. and I see injury reports, he's getting vet days and everything like that. And then it's not translating on the field. And then I know you, you gave him credit for trying to get him hyped up and everything like that.
2: No, no, no 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 no, 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 no. I said I gave him credit for talking before the game, right, not after yeah, the game. You. Yeah, but I also recognize that, remember, beginning of the season, when mm. he hurt his foot, I said, he's the worst guy that could have that because he won't back off. He mm. takes that day. Don't forget Liz Frank. He don't talk about it. He won't not play. But, dude, you can't be the beast that he's capable of being if you can't push. He has the block. Two grown-ass men most of his day are dealing with him. So that's the only thing I'm saying. I'm saying that just just throwing that out there. He don't need me to defend him.
3: But I I just needed the
2: speech before the game, (laughs) not after the game. Yeah.
3: Right, yeah, and uh, you know I, I'm kind of look at it too from from the standpoint of I'm just tired of excuse making. I just need to go out there and put together 64 minutes of football, whether it and it, it, it win, dominate these guys. And you know I, I'm talking about uh, the run game. I like what Charles Mann said about uh, 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 B Rob, right? Runs in. Uh,
2: well, you know, Russell, Corey and she you, is she <laughs> different game though. <laughs> You know and I, I know. know what we I want. Know. I don't even know what? if it's if it's realistic anymore because mm-hmm. they're just not going to do it. See, yeah, you know, I lost my mind last Saturday. When Michigan went up to play Penn State, mm-hmm. they just bullied them. They didn't throw a pass the second half. Nope. They went three tight ends, two football. They said, you know what? Tie you like this. Right. Yeah, and, and so at certain point in time, every play. that's don't people don't do that. I don't even know if they would do it if they could do it. I just Mm-mm. think they're so into these analytics and throwing the ball. It's just the game is done, dude. It's a different <laughs> product. Everybody's trying to mentally manipulate the game, right and I don't blame them. There's more money in this game now than ever before, but sooner or later. Somebody gonna figure this thing out. Yeah, they are gonna figure right. it out. Right. And they said, if right. I it. can knock your behind off the ball, if I can double tag block you, if I can, and they do a lot of it. Duo, they do a lot of it. And I love the game and where it's going. But I'm gonna tell you something, Slim. This kid, 14, he chucking it.
3: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Sam, Sam is he's the guy, and that's the one thing. The, yeah. People gotta stop being afraid to just say this, and we just gotta claim it. We we've got to claim it because we've been so beat down and battered and bruised since you know who left here that yep. it's okay to claim it, y'all. We got to claim it. It's he has the tools. He has the tools. I don't have to go to Home Depot because I've went to Lowe's. I got the tools. I can build my house. Now it's yep. about trying to put a trying to put a bathroom in, trying to put a living room in, and to make it the castle. That's what we're trying to do is make Sam the castle. Because he's shown you he's got the tools. But um, you got to support him with the running game, not these cheap little back pass and everything. If you want to have a run game and you talk about run the ball, I want the defenders, I want it the second level in that secondary to feel my bowling ball, my rock, knocking you in your face. That, that That's all I want, man.
2: Well, remember the Niners. Mm-hmm. Remember how Bill Walsh, and this is up for discussion, swing pass, screen and I and I, it was a really good debate. Mark Slareth was mm-hmm. talking about it, and he did the game. And I I, I I expect that from anybody who's played offensive line. It's a different kind of fatigue that you want to put on a big fella. Right. That you can only do that by doubling him, mm-hmm. by hitting, tearing his thigh up, going after him to wear him down. Then I, and I, I think the pass is it's a beautiful thing. Look, Kansas City is good. if not better than everybody. Yep. But everybody doesn't have Patrick Mahomes. So you got to say to yourself, you got and we got three back, four back. I, dude, you've been covering this team and following this <laughs> team as long as I have. I don't think we. I, I, this is a lot of talent, man. Yeah, it is. We got pieces now. If we could go and redo the offseason, which you can't. You can't redo it. But if we could, mm-hmm. we'd bring a couple of six foot, six, 350 pound offensive line, but too late. So what they've done, I think they've scrambled and they've kind of salvaged it to the point where we can't play Philly twice this well. You can't right. play good people well and then lose to the damn Bears. Yeah, it is. It, That's it's mental. Right. We got a neck up issue. It ain't a neck down issue. It's a neck up. So if we can get these guys tranquilized or hypnotized in whatever way you want to do to get their brains functioning to the point to realize how good they could actually be,
3: maybe it could happen. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, There's a whole lot. There's a whole lot of hope and praying and wishing, but, you know, we'll see. I, I just, I'm just, i just tired of excuses. I just need you to go out there and do. Like, Ron, uh, Ron can just be on autopilot for the rest of the season. Cause I know what he's going to say before he even says it. I feel like it's talking to my wife half the time now because like, yeah, I know I knew you were gonna say that. I knew you were gonna say it. Yep, see out of button is a caution. I urge you. Yeah, we will we, we'll look at the tape and everything and we'll we'll do it again and we'll see, we'll get it right.
0: <laughs> so
2: I, I boy, just, you I, crazy. But, well, look, keep your eye on the road. I appreciate yes, you, man. Number love appreciate for you. you and we'll do this we'll do this again. Your boy back yes, on sir. a hot microphone Saturday morning. All right, Corey, drive safely. All right, see Two, to that, we will go on a break, and we appreciate one of the original canines tapping in. Quick break. We'll come back. Hey, man, we're just getting started. We got about 45 minutes to go, and we're going to do it the way we started. Full steam ahead.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.
2: Welcome back to Overtime After Dark. D.O.C. on the microphone. Big Chris pulling all the right strings, punch, pushing all the right buttons. Good to hear from slapping. Corey, one of the original canines. It's uh, the winner. Are you a winner guy, Christopher? You like it cold? Are you you're a beachcomber. What's your, what's your What's in your DNA?
5: Now, as I said, I used to live in Phoenix, man. I, I hate the okay, cold. <laughs> well, that
2: was dumb by me. Let me slap myself for you asking an ignorant question. Yeah. I mean, anybody been exposed to the West Side? You know, it, it's just.
5: <laughs> My girl I, loves it. I used it. to watch My the girl news. loves it. She used to work in Alberta, and she loves that freezing, like below zero stuff, but I, I hate it. She
2: loves it. You know what? No, that's true. There are people. When the Super Bowl was in Minnesota, and we got to uh, cover it and be there, and and a lot of people yeah, they love, but they love it because they make the best of it. And when they're inside, it seems like people are a little more friendlier. They're just because you are cooped up, you are pushed in close proximity, and I always find it just have a good time with people. But like Buffalo. Now, I don't – I'm kicking and screaming because, you know, I used to have to work out standing up outside doing it, doing sidelines, but I've had great times in Green Bay, Minnesota, Buffalo. Yeah. I mean, it's the people, man, and the food. It's something about not that cold weather creates not better, but a different style of cuisine because nothing's going to touch New Orleans and it's not cold.
5: That I can agree with you on, man. I love Cajun.
2: Oh, my goodness. B. Mitch, and believe it or not, the dude can burn. This dude, he's no joke in the kitchen. He ain't no joke. And I've watched him because I didn't believe it, right? He's bring a pot of gumbo. He brings some stuff into the station. And I always said, well, man, Monica's a hell of a cook, his wife. I said, man, Monica, thank you, Monica. He said, dude. Monica ain't done it, and I said, man, come on. And then I just said, okay, I'm going to go over there and see it. I watched him do the whole, everything. He ain't no joke. He's serious. My old man was a chef of the Marines, so I know. I've seen a man that could dominate in the kitchen, and they're meticulous, they're well-organized, and uh, the, the results, he usually annually will bring in a, a big pot of gumbo, and it's just... Every year it's it's almost the best thing that you tasted all year. Like what's the best dish you've had? Can you remember it? Have you had your socks knocked off you this year?
5: From this year? With
2: cuisine. Yeah. What's the best thing you've eaten all year?
5: Oh man, I'm trying to you, know,
2: you don't have to. You don't have to. Nothing blew you away. It's probably. In other sta- words, no.
5: I've, I've been to a couple of nice steakhouses once in a while. I'll do that once in a while. I don't do that yeah. regularly. But you know, some yeah. some nice. You know. Oh yeah,
2: no. There's some spots now. I was, at, I was at Morton's make you last winter. Yourself.
5: So I think it was like February or something last mm-hmm. winter. I was at a Morton's and and I had a real good steak there.
2: Yeah, yeah. I had one that um, at DC Prime that would make you seriously want to fight somebody for it. I mean, now sometimes some things it's just too good, you know, but, but, but gumbo. I mean, I, a lot of people say it, it's just like Thanksgiving is coming up. Right. I yeah. love that because then it comes down to dressing to me who the, the turkey is a turkey. Although be Mitch deep fried. The boy is the boy. I'm telling you, dude, he is serious, serious. He misses calling. All this radio, TV, all, no, he missed his calling. If that dude had to put on a chef's cap and a white, whatever you call it, and went out and did this, he'd be a multi millionaire. Well, he probably he already is. <laughs> but Celebrity chef
5: a, Brian Mitchell, I could. Oh, do he'd have
2: blown. No, he'd have dude, dude. I'm telling you, you're not listening to me. You'll see. Because he brings I, a pot I, in every if year. If he
5: specializes in Cajun, I cannot wait to try it. That's what I'm. Let saying. Let me tell
2: you something. The boy's serious, He's serious. I've seen him do it. Because I didn't believe it, and he showed I watched him go through the whole process of everything. Dude ain't playing. He's serious. And so, um, he boil up some uh, some crawfish for you, dude. He does crawfish. He does oh, it. I love I'm crawfish. telling you. I love This dude crawfish. is serious. He's really wasting his time in the media. <laughs> if this dude, if he decided, because sometimes he would talk about doing a food truck, if the food truck wouldn't be big enough, he need a he need a semi, he need a semi. <laughs> he pulled out. Of DC. Well, a lot of
5: these restaurants now start as uh, start as food trucks too. You know, Roman Rooster, the local uh, chicken place. I love their stuff, and they were a food truck for years. Yeah, but well,
2: no, this dude, he, the food truck wouldn't be big. Enough. He needed a rig. He needed a semi. I'm telling you, you will come tell me if he does his thing this holiday, as he usually does, and he brings that in and you're there, you will look at me and you will (laughs) dap. You'll dap. Because, see, you don't believe me. I can tell you don't believe me. No, I believe you. You're making me want to try it. No, 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 you don't. Somebody else is in first place in your mind already. I can tell.
5: But, well, and here's the somebody thing, I've has been to New Orleans a couple times, Okay, so I would just, right. I, you know, I would love to compare it to that, of course, my experience having food down there, but I'm not saying, I don't think, I don't believe you, I mean, I'd love, to, dude, there's no one going to put Cajun food in front of me, and I don't want to try it. Like. Okay,
2: okay, well, I'm just telling you, remember we had this conversation, and we had it publicly, okay, and we had a public. who we have, and then we'll get to Okay, all right. Yeah, well, it's time to we'll get Brother Lamont Jordan. He's ready to roll, and um, we want to get Lamont before the break or after the break. All right, let's do that. We'll take a break. Right here, D.O.C., Big Chris, Lamont Jordan's about to join us, and you talk about a brother that takes his football seriously. Well, you've heard him before. He's a regular. Lamont Jordan, Terps, Wolverines, Saturday, right here, noon. We'll be right back.
1: If your day sounds like. We need the report ASAP. You deserve Modelo If you've persevered through. You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame.
4: Two more two more.
1: You deserve this ice cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crownley Port, Chicago, Illinois.
4: There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home that's where an agent who is a realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you because that's who we are realtors are members of the national association of realtors
2: i don't know why i started talking about food here's late eleven thirty eastern standard time in the nation's capital now i start talking about gumbo you brought up crawfish?
5: You're making me hungry,
2: man. I <laughs> said, oh, my goodness, man. And yeah, Tufay, oh, Boy B. Mitch, I'm, I'm telling you, whoo, boy, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry I started this, especially if you're doing the intermittent fasting deal where, you know, I, I try not to. Well, I don't try. I don't touch anything. After eight, and I'm like going, boy, that, why did I bring that up? That was, that was, that was, that was ignorant. That was ignorant. We got um, you said we had William on the line. Oh, we yeah, had Rick. Oh, I hell, I, hell, can I not miss? That's my favorite name. Hey, Rick, what's going on, brother?
6: Hey, Doc, calling from uh, Central Florida, man. Love you. Oh, man, love what man. you brought to DC, and uh, I just want to. I want to reminisce a little bit, and I want to thank you for that. I remember that team that started out zero and five, and then finished eight and eight. And then yeah. next season was spectacular, man. So I want to thank you for that. But it was—I just had a, a good moment. It's been a it's been a while. I can't remember what year it was, but uh, when RG three uh, went into Dallas, Two twelve. Yeah, and no, I my family, <laughs> and I was with my family, and I was with my mother-in-law. And and all my wife didn't get it my kids they never got it either because they weren't born into it. Like I was born into it. And yeah. my mother in law was born into it. And when we won that when we were all on uh, Thanksgiving watching that game as a family, see people don't understand what what the Redskins or Commanders mean to mm-hmm. D C and what it can mean to families and what it can mean to friends and you know, getting together on a Sunday and watching the game, and it's just—it's a beautiful thing. It's more than football. It's more than sport. It's, it's special. It's, its a bonding. Yeah, it's special. Yeah. Man.
2: No, you it's know what? One. Not everybody can say that. I covered college football for for quite a long time, and I was honored to be on most of the major formats. Mm-hmm. Big house. Uh, LSU. LSU at night is one of the most spectacular things I've ever witnessed. Night game at LSU. And then talking to Chris, we're talking about that uh, uh, gumbo and all that. Well, you can smell it. Part of why I think it's the best is they Mm -hmm. cook in the the parking lot. There's Mm 100,000 in the stadium. There's 100,000 in the parking lot. (laughs) And they don't ever go in. And they, they got screens up, and they're cooking, and they're serving. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's, it's just hard to beat. But when you go to Notre Dame, mm-hmm. and you, know, you hear about it, you see Touchdown Jesus, and everybody talks, but you can feel it. It's something mm-hmm. about it. It's like doing Army-Navy. Mm-hmm. I've been honored to have done three of those.
5: Yep.
2: It, it's something different, man. There's certain yep. venues, and people start, like Green Bay. And Lambeau is special, mm-hmm. man. It's different. And yeah. and you see how the cheeseheads, how they react to it. And mm-hmm. and it's one of the things that – and we had it. Not everybody has it. Some teams no. have no personality. Yep. They have yep. no history. That's what you, you're talking the way I, I feel. Everybody mm-hmm. comes on. You hear Charles. Anybody that played here, they feel it. And they're so encouraged by – this team and the possibilities of it. But I'm going to tell you, brother, this game at FedEx on Sunday, it's Armageddon. You cannot lose is... this. Yep. Cannot lose it. Yep. And if they win that, yep. obviously you can go down on Thanksgiving and now, well, now you in the drive. There you go. Now, you're there we're you talking. go. Now now you, there you, go. you get it. You get it. You get it. You get it. <laughs> so, uh, how can we not be excited about the possibility? I didn't say it was going right. to happen. But what I'm telling you is how I feel, because you know what I mean. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean. A lot of them over there, they don't get it, and they never get it, and that's okay. I ain't mad at them. I know they don't know. They don't know what we know. know.
6: They don't know what we know. Let me interject one thing, too, Doc. Okay. That's right. right. The NFL is king, because your team plays 16, 17 games a year. It's only one day a week. And you know what? Your team could be 3-14. and 14. It doesn't matter. You root for your team no matter what. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing.
2: Yeah. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Hey, right, brother, Doc, you I made my you, man. evening, man. Love you back, man. You stay stay warm down there, Rick.
6: I oh, appreciate it's that. it's nice, baby. It's nice. Yeah. All right, Doc.
3: I'm okay, I got you.
2: you, man. All right. Lamont Jordan is coming up with us, and he gets it too because he grew up here. You know, and um, – this dude, man, he lives it, and he's a competitor. I don't bring a dude. I ain't bringing nobody on the air that just doesn't get it. They get it, and I want you all to hear it. I want you to feel them because we had a lot of different people coming here over the years that don't get it. They don't understand our culture. they talking about a culture. We have a culture. We didn't need anybody to clean up anything. That wasn't our problem. We wasn't into executive mishap. That wasn't us. We have a football culture, and it's what's expected: special teams, defense, and offense. And it's everybody man going there faceless. With it's it's just and I, it's just to me it's sacrilegious to not give it all you have if you actually understood what you represent. And you can never convince me these kids get it. They just don't get it. They don't get it because there's not enough people over there that actually went through it, that lived it, that are trying to communicate to them so they will know, so they can feel it. But, you know, hey, I'll never stop trying. I tell you that. Never ever. Because once they get it, oh boy. You you just don't you just don't know what it what it's like, man. Once they get it, Lamont Jordan, love this dude, man. He'd been hanging with us and um big game on Saturday, high noon, Wolverines, Terrapins. whoo It's gonna be it's gonna be a rumble. Michigan's the best team I've seen the best offense I've seen, best quarterback. This kid, oh Mauma, he's just I didn't I loved him before I heard he runs 4-4. Boy getting it done. But what I love about them philosophically, that's why I'm a hardball guy. Because he ain't trying to trick nobody. He he ain't trying to trick you. If you pull a gun out, he's going to fire it. He ain't teasing. He ain't doing no damn promotion. They didn't throw a pass. The second half of the entire game at Penn State. They took their coach off the sidelines, so they punished Penn State. They physically dominated them, and there was nothing they could do about it. That's the beauty about the run game, because it's just a manhood issue. And I'm all for innovation. Don't get me wrong. Love innovation you know love all the stats and all the all the, all the, all, the, all the, love all that if it comes in with winning if not all it is is deodorant trying to cover up funk but you still stink because you stink if you don't win so you can y'all can have all that but i do no, don't get me wrong it has a place yeah it definitely has a place So, you know, we'll see. So Lamont's not coordinating with us. He said he's ready to roll. Yeah, let's get him. Let's crank it up, man. We got to go to break in a little bit, and then we'll come back and we'll get ready to land this 757 right in the middle of the runway and get ready for. uh... Yeah, let's do that because the junkies. Hell, the junkies will be knocking on the door in a second. That'd be nice. They'd come in that door and see me in the morning. Boy, that would be hilarious. I love them dudes, man. That'd be a lot of fun. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Lamont Jordan. And then we'll get ready for Terps and Wolverines. Nothing but the dog in me. Overtime after dark. D.O.C. Big Chris. Bringing on my boy now, man. Woo! Love me some Lamont Jordan because he's a beast. And, you know, normally... A guy with his wicked at, um, disposition and his nastiness—he'd have been a linebacker, dude. I—I I just the more I think about it, why didn't you play linebacker?
4: Because <laughs> I wanted to score touchdowns, Doc. <laughs> 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 and I found out—I found out early in the game that when you run hard, it hurts the people who are coming to tackle you more than it actually hurts you. So. I was all yeah. about touchdowns, and when I first started playing football, I wanted to be a quarterback. I got moved to running back, and so that, that's that's how that happened.
2: Okay. Well, you know, it's uh, but it's about passion, and we've been talking with the guys that come on here. You know, they, they all have a, st- a violence violent streak in them, but they're gentlemen, and they understand it, but I just want our listeners to hear it and to understand it. And you said – some things uh, 3 weeks ago when you were on with me that resonated and I've got a lot of feedback about it and you were the first to really point it out before the f- the, the first giant game and and it's important when you're evaluating your the home team and I look at this team and I see a lot of talent I don't think we've, – we've had a lot less talent here before. But I'm wondering, and I think this week against the Giants is one of the biggest games that I can imagine in a long, long time. Because to lose this to them bums again is going to create an environment that's going to be toxic. It's going to be toxic. And that's why it's imperative – to win this week, I think that's. I think this is that big. Then we roll into Dallas. You don't even need to practice for that. All you got to do because you can play them in the middle of the night without a uniform on, and you got a chance to really reset the season. What do you see,
4: um, Doc? Well, first of all, I'm I'm going to echo what I said. Um, you know, a few weeks ago. And there's a softness to this football team that, in my opinion, it doesn't, re- it doesn't represent the history. Um, I grew up here knowing what it was like to, to, to watch my mom and my grandparents and my family watch Redskins games. And, and there was an intensity amongst the fan base just as a kid that I watched. And, and part of that was led on by what you saw on the TV. Um, what I saw in this last game is is I saw a defense that just wants no part of tap, of, of football. You know, I remember growing up, you hear this commercial, reach out and touch someone. Well, these guys are out here auditioning for a phone commercials. when Man. this is a football game. You got to yeah. put your face in somebody's chest and drive your legs and make them feel you. And, unfortunately, our defense isn't, you know, the commander's defense isn't doing that. Um, at some point, and I hear everybody say we have talent, there's a difference between having talent and having football players.
2: Amen, and amen.
4: And, and, and I think now is the time that the commander's football players need to stand up and make plays. I mean, listen, everybody wants, wants Jack Del Rio to blitz and bring pressure. The problem when you blitz and bring pressure, is that means you're leaving your cornerbacks one-on-one. Well, these cornerbacks all season long have proven that they can't check anybody one-on-one. Um, all you have to do is check the stats. A number one receiver consistently dominates against this defense. Yeah, um so you you know, it it's just it's it's really disappointing to watch. I'm gonna be honest with you, Doc. I came into this season with with the regime regime change. We have Eric as the as offensive coordinator. I was hanging my hat that the defense is going to be good. So I'm thinking this team is gonna win at least ten games and to see where this team is right now, to yeah, watch. I thought this that team was a barrier. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, it's it's just disappointing to watch. But to win this week
2: And all that you said, I agree. I agree. But the league has kind of come back. I didn't expect – I mean, Philadelphia might be the best. Maybe they're in the running, and they played them toe-to-toe. So what's making – putting me in this mode right now is that the rest of the league, I'm not impressed. So if they were to flip the script, and ignite themselves and to play with passion. I don't give a damn what the call is. I don't I'm not I'm not trying to change what they do. I just want to see them do whatever it is better. And I think in order to do that, and I'm not talking Xs and Os. I'm talking about from their heart. I mean, we had a special team, we had we have a, we give up a big play. We 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 miss a PAT, some little it's always the little things make the big. We get a fumble, and those things are obvious, but there was also some good things that happened that I think if you build on that and increase that attitude thing. And maybe I'm talking myself into something, but I really believe that's possible. And from what I hear from you right now, you saying stick a fork in them.
4: Uh, I, what I'm saying is if we're talking about the Giants game, I want to say this. Yeah, Wink was my linebacker's coach when I played for three years. I believe he was there yeah. all three years that I was with the yeah. Oakland Raiders. And yeah. that man coaches with a certain level of violence and intensity. Oh, yeah. he,
2: he dominated us. Yeah, you're right.
4: And so when I'm looking at this game, yes, when I'm looking at this game, being a person that's, you know, listen, I played with the Raiders, and, and I'll be the first to say I could have been a better leader. Um. But at the end of the day, when you put on that helmet, you put on those shoulder pads, and you go out there and you play against another team from another city and you're playing for a W or an L, at some point the name on the back of your jersey has to matter. I mean, if you're not going to play for the team, if you're not going to play for money, play for some type of pride within your family name. I mean, this game is a manhood game for me. That's what it comes down to. I don't care about X's and O's, but what I'm trying to see is a manhood game. Are you man enough that you have it in your heart to go out here and play a physical, violent football game? Because that's just the history of the Washington Redskins, the Washington Commanders, this mm-hmm. burgundy and gold. That is what it is. Doesn't matter what the score, it didn't matter what the record. When I watched this team growing up as a kid, if it's one mm-hmm. thing that you saw, it was violence. It mm-hmm. didn't matter what play was called, it was mm-hmm. violence. And defensively, you have to be violent. If you're a cornerback, I don't want to see you throwing up gestures because of an incomplete pass that a quarterback missed when the guy was already when the guy had you beat. If you're yeah. playing man to man in the third and four, don't bite on a BS outside move given a slant when you're bringing pressure in the middle of the field is wide open. So as far as I'm concerned, this week I, I don't want to hear anything about Jack Del Rio. I don't want to hear anything about Ron Rivera or Eric Bieniemy. It's up to the offensive line. To, to, to make sure that you have that blood boiling in your heart, that you're going to go out there and you're going to hurt. When you play this game of football, when the game is over, you're sore. You're hurting. And you, at some point you have to move beyond being a likes and share athlete to going out there and actually playing the game of football. And that's what I like to see from this team. Because I'm going to tell you right now, when I played for the Jets, whenever we played the Dolphins, like we, it was a, it was a mm-hmm. stretch where it's like the Dolphins would never beat us. And unfortunately, right. I feel like that the Commanders, when it comes to, the, to to playing the Giants, that they're kind of in that funk. And I know a lot of people like to hang their hat on the fact that the Commanders played well against Philly. Well, has, mm-hmm. you know, think about it from this perspective. Is it possible that Philly looks down on the Commanders and they just play down to their competition? Yeah, that's absolutely incredible. Yeah. yeah. And so this I can't week deny for me, it. Man, this oh, week I love for it. me, it's, it's, it, it, this is a manhood game right here. At the end of the day, regardless of what the score is, the fan base should see a group of players that are out there playing and playing with a certain level of violence. Because if you don't, Wink's going to blitz you. He's going to hit your quarterback. He's going to make the game ugly. And at the end of the day, if, if if you don't match that intensity from the defense, from the defense, from the defensive standpoint that the Giants are bringing, then you're going to be up here. You're going to be sitting at four and seven, wondering what happens.
2: Dude, I should never get you on this late because see, now I ain't going to be able to go to sleep till about 3 a.m. Because I'm ready to see the game right now. And okay, before before this, and then I got to let you, I got to hang up on you because I'm not going to be able to go to sleep. I didn't even get to the Turpins and the Wolverines. Hardball or no Hardball, that's the best team I've seen so far. <clears throat> I think the quarterback, what can we expect? And in honor of Keith <clears throat> Moore, Special K, I know locks is going to send that through that message. Is there a chance that we're going to see that violence that you just described out of the Maryland Terrapins?
4: I think you've seen it from the defense for the most part. I think Brian Williams has done a great job. We just need the offense to step up. And last week against Nebraska, um, you know, we were able to get the run game going. I think that this game is also going to be a manhood game for us also. If Michigan decide really, what it comes down to is this if you can eliminate the big play, force Michigan to consistently drive the ball down the field, um and then offense has to avoid the three and outs. and when you look at the terp season this year, uh, doc, it comes down to this for me, man. turnovers and penalties. if we don't have the 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 the, the turnovers, and we don't have these unnecessary penalties. We're winning these games by more points, and we're not losing to the teams that we lost to. So what it comes down to against Michigan, defense has to continue to play stout, take it to another level, force Michigan to drive the ball down the field, eliminate Mm -hmm. the big plays. As a team, we have to eliminate the penalties, and from an offensive standpoint, we have to hold on to the ball, drive the ball down the field ourselves, and make sure that we're coming away with points. Make this a long, ugly game.
2: Man, I'm going to go do some push ups. I'm never bringing you on again late night again. This is your last after dark <laughs> performance, dude. You, you, Love you, man. Appreciate it. Love you too, Doc. All right, man. Talk to you. Christopher, <clears throat> I rest my case, man. I got to go do some push ups. Pleasure working with you, man. God bless all of you. Let's do this again. Let's keep hope alive, man. Burgundy and gold. Tell my blood run cold.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.